Happy Monday. Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. My name is Travis Albanicious. I'm the Iron Rep down here in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And I realize I'm a new voice. I am a new participant on the podcast. So just a little bit about myself. I actually came on staff back in September of 2022. And my role is simple. It's to cultivate an awareness of Men of Iron and and work to build relationships with local business leaders and church leaders so that we can continue to lead men towards Christ. And the hope is that God continues to transform our community and he continues to change our culture one man at a time. And I got to say, the more time I spend getting time with our, our team at Men of Iron and other leaders around the country who are a part of Men of Iron and also those who are using the Men of Iron platform to grow leaders and disciple men, the more fired up I get. I had the chance to spend some time down in Clearwater and St. Petersburg, Florida this past week for one of our Equilibrium Elite Retreats, and wow, not only was it an amazing experience, but there are some high-quality guys down there who are with Men of Iron, and they are excited to make a difference. I know God is stirring in big ways, so I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad to have you a part of this movement And this week, we're going to stay focused on the fundamentals because, as we talked about last week, it's the little things that win championships. Michael Jordan said this. He said that if you get the fundamentals down, the level of everything you do will rise. Tony Dungy, here's one from Tony Dungy. It says, it's not necessarily who has the most talent, but what team executes their fundamentals the best. So that's what we're going to talk about. And as I was on my flight down to Clearwater this past week, I I had the privilege of sitting next to a young guy named Matt. And Matt's lacrosse team, they were traveling back from a lacrosse game. And knowing that we've been talking about the fundamentals, I asked him, I said, hey man, tell me, how important are the fundamentals to winning games in lacrosse? he says, well, if you don't practice the fundamentals, you don't win games. As a matter of fact, you don't even get to play. Now, listen, I don't know a lot about lacrosse, if I'm being honest. So I asked him, I said, well, what are the fundamentals of lacrosse? And he said, it's the same for every player on the field. It's about throwing, catching, and picking up ground balls. He said that you can be fast and you can be big and strong, but if you can't throw and catch, you can't play. And he also told me that there's a direct correlation between winning and the team who picks up the most ground balls. The team who picks up the most ground balls generally wins the game. So as a player and as a team, if someone wants to be great, you you guys, we know this, you have to spend hours and hours catching, throwing, and picking up ground balls. Now let's be real. When it comes to sports, if you want to win big... We have to be willing to put lots of time into the boring stuff, the non-exciting stuff, so that when game time comes, the habits that we've built pay off in big ways, and we win games and we win championships. And we all know the same is true in business, right? And here's the good news. is just as it's about the fundamentals in football, just like it's about the fundamentals in lacrosse and in business, it's also about the fundamentals when it comes to our spiritual growth. It's good to dream. It's good to think big, to chase after the God-given goals and the visions that the Lord gives you. 
But when you neglect the little things, they're often the most important things and we fall short. So for us as men, we, we talked about the most important fundamental we need to get right in order to succeed in life, right? We talked about the simple truth of believing in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, and we just said, look, if we get that right, a lot of other things start to fall in place. When we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, the rest will be added unto you. And last week we said that what if it's true that to succeed as a husband, as a father, as a family man, to have thriving friendships and good health and, and, and strong finances and careers, to succeed in anything, what if it's true that the first and best thing we can do is to put our faith in Jesus Christ? and building our relationship with him. So my hope is that you took that step, that you've declared openly that Christ lived, died for your sins, and that he rose again. And if you declared that, and if you continue to openly declare that, something supernatural starts to take place. And see, when you declare that, you begin your journey of being in a relationship with God. See, it's kind of cool if you look at the story uh, found in the Bible, right? After Jesus came back to life, he ended up spending some time with his followers and he told them that he was going to send a spirit back. Once he went off to heaven, that he was going to send a spirit back to empower them. And that anyone who believed that he was God would get his spirit and that it would come and that it would live in them and it would give them power and guidance and direction. It would give them access to supernatural abilities and the wisdom of God himself because God's spirit would be living in them. So if you declared that, here's the crazy news, is that you have God in you. You have Christ in you. The same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives in you. And it doesn't only guarantee your eternity with God in heaven, but it also gives you access to his power here and right now. And that's a crazy thing to think about. And maybe you're thinking, Travis, that is crazy. And you know what? I've been, I have openly declared that, that Jesus is Lord. And, and I got to tell you, I don't feel that power. And my question for you would be that, yeah, we go through ups and downs. But my question for you is, have you spent time with God asking him to help you activate that power? And that's the next fundamental that I want to talk about today is, is since you've trusted in Christ and now it's really simple. It's time to get to know him, to build your relationship with him, to understand him so that you can truly follow him. And maybe you're, you're curious, like, well, how do I do that? How do I build my relationship with him? And the good news is it's simple. It's just like you'd build your relationship with anybody. All you have to do is spend time with them. If we, we, we just carve out time out of our busy schedules and we make time for them. We have a conversation with somebody. Like think about how you build your relationship uh, with, with, with a girl that you like or, or a relationship with your wife or a friend. It's the same thing. If we don't intentionally make time for our wives, right, to get to know them, how strong is our relationship going to be with them? And a lot of times we think we should get all the benefits of being a husband without spending time building the relationship with our wives. I mean, I'm guilty. 
If I don't prioritize it, it goes by the wayside. And that's true for every other relationship in our lives. It's the same with your relationship with Jesus. If you want the privileges that come with being a son of God, then you've got to spend intentional time with God and with others who are following God. I mean, when I want to connect with my wife, here's another thing. Like I schedule it. Same thing with a friend. When I want to schedule time, when I want to connect with a friend, I schedule it. But further, I schedule it in a place where I can focus on that person and not get distracted by other things. I mean, have you ever tried to spend quality time with your wife and have your phone near you, right? And it's just blowing up the whole time? Or worse, has your wife had her phone on and just been distracted and not able to, to focus on the conversation? The same can be true with friends, right? We, we, when we go to hang out with friends, they're on the phone the whole time. And it's frustrating. And you, you, you have distracted time, not undistracted time. So let me encourage you with the next fundamental step in building a relationship with God. It's to schedule regular time with Jesus so that you can focus on nothing but a conversation with him. And then when you do that, you might say, okay, I scheduled the time and I'm sitting down, but now what do I do? What's next? And I just want to encourage you that if you're sitting down and you've carved out intentional time with Jesus, don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. There's a variety of things that you can do, but something that's cool is after the disciples and the early followers of Jesus put their faith in Jesus, it says they were baptized, but then it says in Acts 2.42 that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. So maybe it's that simple. After we believe in Jesus, yes, we get baptized because that's a part of openly declaring our belief in Jesus. But then let's just focus on the first and last things in that list. First, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. And you say, well, how do we do that? Well, what's really cool, guys, is... That's what the Bible is. The Bible is filled with the apostles' teaching. The apostles were Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, Peter, James. It's all the guys who wrote their teachings down in the Bible. Those teachings are there for us. So we can devote ourselves to those teachings. It's as easy as reading our Bibles. And let me encourage you that, that when we go to practice that, it's about also picking out something that interests you. And reading that, I know for me it was hard for a while because I struggled. I would get bored with what I was reading. I couldn't understand the genealogies or I'd get tripped up in the Old Testament. But what I did was I found stories that were interesting. The story of Samson in Judges, the story of David in First and Second Samuel. I started reading the book of John. But I also started to ask God to help me. That when I would go to the Word, I'd say, God, help me understand. Help me understand. And the other thing that, that, the, uh, that they did in the early church was they focused on prayer. And I started to ask God, like I said, to teach me something about him as I, as I would read. And then that grew to me starting to ask for wisdom and, and help with difficult situations in my life. I started to feel convicted about some of the sins in my life, the things I was doing wrong. And I started to ask forgiveness for them. And I started to ask for his help in fixing things that I messed up. I remember I had a bad habit in my life and I couldn't break free from it. I would try and I would try to break free, but I just couldn't overcome it. And then I started to just ask God for help and overcoming it. And I was reminded of the power that was living in me. And you know what? I was able to overcome it. Then I would just say like, 
When you think about your life, is there something that has a grip on your life right now? Maybe it's smoking. Maybe it's drinking a little too much on a consistent basis. Maybe it's porn. Maybe it's social media. And maybe you've been trying to overcome it all by yourself. And just like me, you, can, you, you struggle to overcome it. But let me encourage you. Invite God into that. Spend time with him. Ask him for help. Tell him what you're thankful for. Praise him. Spend time with him. Guys, what if it's true that this is the answer to all the problems and the difficulties you're facing in life? What if it's true that as we spend time with Jesus and we cultivate our relationship with him, that he starts to show us things that we've never seen before, that he gives us strength and power like we've never had before. Now, here's the truth. This is a fundamental. And you know what happens sometimes? The fundamentals get boring, right? I mean, you start dreaming big and you want to chase the championships, the big deals, the vacations, the trips. We get busy. And we'll neglect this fundamental of spending time with Jesus. We start to neglect our appointments with Jesus. We stop the catching and the throwing. We stop picking up balls, ground balls, right? We stop doing those things. We stop prioritizing the little things that make the biggest difference. Look, if you want the privileges that come with being a son of God, then you've got to build your relationship with him. You've got to spend daily and consistent time with him. You've got to focus on the fundamentals. And here's your action step. If you're struggling in this area, here's the cool news is we have an awesome resource to help you right now. Go to our website. It's menofiron.org. And right at the top is a link to download free resources. Click it. And sign up for the 30-day devotional. It's called Discipline Restored. And it's just a 30-day men's devotional. And it's designed to help reignite spiritual disciplines in your life. It's going to give you practical instructions on like scripture reading and journaling and prayer and solitude. Guys, it will just help to establish a fund, uh, 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 the fundamentals of building your faith and growing in your faith journey. Guys, it's all about the fundamentals. When we get the fundamentals down, the level of everything we do will rise. So let me close with asking you this question. Who do you know that needs to hear this message today? Who else would be encouraged by it? And I just want you to take a second to share this podcast with them. If you found it helpful personally, then you can like it, subscribe to it. Come back next week as we continue this conversation. But guys, this week... Let's do the little things right. Let's focus on the fundamentals because little things win championships.